Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from our guest speaker. We're going to start with a demonstration. A parable. Okay? So uh, we'll have our lovely contestant, Zach, here come up. All right? And... um, this kind of makes sense, but it really doesn't. It's just fun. And so I, I also need a, uh, a staff member who's pretty tough, a male. You can't have a pacemaker or have a history of seizures. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Okay. Okay. So um, it's a very simple parable here. Okay. Kyle, just close your eyes. Okay, just keep them closed. Oh, thank you. So uh, Kyle doesn't really know what's about to happen, but um, <laughs> all right. So look, here's the deal. What's inside of you will come through you. Okay. So blessed Zach here is gonna. Lay his hand upon Kyle. <laughs> and, and, oh, hey, did you feel that? No. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, okay, let's try that. Okay. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? I didn't feel that. Wow, okay. That was a parable go wrong, going wrong. We didn't test it. Apparently, Zach is not very conductive. Okay. He needs to eat more bananas and drink Gatorade. Yes. Okay. Uh, put this with the holy hand grenade, uh, Dylan. Here. Put that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away, and you can't hit any students with that. <laughs> we, just, we use that for conferences when people get a little too rowdy. No. Okay. So, uh, enough. We're talking uh, tonight about... What were the other uh, topics? Was it loved enough? Challenged enough? Real and feel? What was that enough? Satisfied enough? Okay. All right. Um, we're going to talk about being filled enough tonight. Um, when, I, when I got married and uh, I went to Sarah's mom's house, to Hannah's house for the first time, um, they had... Fillin for Thanksgiving. Does anybody know what fillin is? Okay, I had never heard of it. And I just don't even think it's a real thing, so this is what it is. It's, okay, they take mashed potatoes, and they put stuffing in, and they mix together, and they call it fillin. And then they serve mashed potatoes, and then they serve stuffing, too. Isn't that retarded? And that can, I was like, that can't have its own name. No, I was, I was like, this is, no, because can't you just take it on your plate and mix them together and call, you know? Anyway, filling is not real. We're going to talk about a different kind of filling. Okay? Yeah. Does anybody else know what filling is, or is it just unique? Okay. I think it's like a Lebanon thing or something like that. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that, you know? So, okay. What am I talking about here? All right. Okay. Are you filled enough? All right, so 
um, I'm going to submit something to you. All right. Jesus, he was born. He hung out for 30 years. He went into ministry. All of his disciples betrayed him, and he was in the garden. He said, Father, not my will, but yours. And he said, I'm going to the cross, and he died for all of our sins. And he went in the grave. Three days later, he rose up, came and saw his disciples. And it wasn't a vision. It wasn't a ghost. He said, give me some fish. I'll prove it to you. He said, put your hand in my side. I'll prove it to you. And then after 40 days, um, they, uh, they all watched him. Was it 500 people, Dylan, do you know? I think it was 500 people. And I'm sure he did like the Catholic, like, yeah. And he like, he ascended and went to heaven. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's always like, kind of like this, and you don't want to be sad. <laughs> but okay, I'm sure he did that, and he was, <laughs> he was <laughs> this is the blessing right here. That's how you bless. But, okay, listen, listen to this. Listen to what I'm going to say. When he ascended, that's it, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. I'm saying that there were not any Christians on earth. Ev- why, why do I say that? Even though he had 500 people who were disciples, who followed him, who believed in him, I'm saying that they were not Christians. Um, here's why I say that. Before... Jesus began ministry. By the way, this is interesting. The name Jesus is when they they translate the Hebrew into Greek and then into English. But if you took his real name, do you know what it is? Josh. (laughs) Do I have any more Joshes here? Oh, I'm a snowflake. There's only one. I was named after God. But, okay. But he was, he was just Jesus, and they knew he was special. But when he was 30, he, he got baptized in a river, and if you remember, it says the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And um, it was after that point. Before that time, there wasn't a lot of miracles happening. He was just like Joe Schmo. You wouldn't even know if you were next to him. You know, he laid down his God powers. He became a man. Totally help his little baby. He had to get his diaper changed. God had to get his diaper changed. Okay? But when he was 30, the Holy Spirit came upon him. And so, you know, there's this time when Jesus is asking his disciples, he's like, who do you think I am? You know, some say Elijah, some say the prophet. And then bold Peter, he says, I know who you are. He said, you're the Christ. See, His name wasn't, you know, Jesus Christ. That wasn't his name. His name was Jesus. Does anybody know what Christ means? I heard a whisper somewhere. Nobody knows? All right, well, I'm glad we're talking about this. (laughs) Christ means this. It means anointed. Okay? And so when he said, you are the Christ, he said, you are the anointed one. So before that, he was just a guy. He was like you or me, no different, didn't have special powers. But at some point, something from heaven itself, the Holy Spirit came down upon him, and he became the anointed one. So this is why I say that there weren't any Christians. 
because Jesus said this. He said, hey, guys, I'm going to go up here. He's floating up. He said, don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. He said, just wait. He said, wait for this. That was the, uh, the taser. He said, wait for power from on high to clothe you. You see, um, God didn't expect anything from anybody those entire 10 days that the Holy Spirit wasn't in the earth. You know, I don't even think God expected anything other than what happened. I think he expected them to kill Jesus. I think he expected everybody to betray Jesus, and it didn't for a moment change what he felt about humanity, what he felt about you. And so for 10 days, they sat in a room, and I bet you that they were confused and scared, like the Bible was being written through their lives. They were like, what's happening here? He left. That guy was dead. Now he's alive. He floated the sky with a, what's going on here? Um, then 10 days after he ascended, 120 people are hanging out in a room, confused and scared. And then it says there's a sound of a mighty rushing wind, and these fire came down out of heaven. It came on their heads, and it said that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And I say, boom, the first Christians. Because, guys, the anointed one is not just the one who came and we say, hey, we're all really moral because Jesus was. That's not, he didn't come to bring a really good law because we were just missing the right instructions on how to do things. He came to bring power. Did you know that you can't please God by yourself? That it's Jesus or it's nothing. Do you know that what you do or don't do can't affect how he feels about you? So you're not just followers of Christ. You're Christians like this. See, the root there is Christ, anointed. You're anointed ones. And just like everybody else in that upper room who who couldn't do anything for God and were waiting for something, the same is true for you. You're waiting for the Holy Spirit to come, and you get clothed with power from on high. Doesn't that feel good? You know, um, Every time I talk about the Holy Spirit, it says this. It says, the gift of the Holy Spirit. You ever, on Christmas, like you get a gift for somebody, like your mom, and then you're like, hey, that's so good. Come here. Let me, that's 25 bucks. Thank you very much. It doesn't happen. In fact, sometimes it says the free gift. But what I want to impress upon you tonight is this, guys, that your effort It can't please God that Jesus paid it all. And then it's by grace that you live. It's not by your own effort. It's not by your own strength. It's not by your own strategy that God just didn't give you a gift of forgiveness of sins. He gave you a gift of abundant life that causes you to overcome everything that's in this world. 
You got to feel it. You got to feel the helplessness of a human. That you, you can't do it. But see, what God did is he said, I don't expect you to come to me. So when I'm going to come down there, you're going to kill me. That's okay. Because I'll resurrect myself. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to make my home inside of you. You know, we're partakers of the divine nature. And the, you ever hear that song? God's not dead. He's alive. And he's living inside of me, roaring like a lion. Um, and so what I, what I felt tonight was I had this fiery message. And I got in here and I just didn't feel it. So, <laughs> so what I felt tonight is that, um, you know, I, it's fun to be God's taser. <laughs> like Zach tried to be, but... He needs more metal in his body or something. <laughs> yeah, let's not prophesy. Um, it's fun to be God's taser. But this is what I felt like, guys. I felt like uh, those disciples, they didn't just come get superpowers. You know, having more authority than foundation is a scary thing. I think the power from on high that came upon them was the arms of the Father coming down and wrapping and holding each one of them, saying, I love you because I love you because I love you because I love you. I'm not leaving. You can't drive me away. And I want you and I want to be with you. I think that God doesn't build the roof and then the foundation. He doesn't do that. He comes into the very core of our vulnerability and says, I want to give you security and peace so I can build upon your life. You know, I think one of the, the most confusing and awkward things is when, um, like if you walk into the youth room here and it's your first time, <laughs> and you're like, I don't know anybody. <laughs> what, am I do- I, what am I doing here? I'm not oriented. And you just, you know, like the movie, you don't have to do with your hands. You know, <laughs> it's just awkward. And so I think being alive and not knowing where you came from and not knowing where you're going and not knowing whose you are can feel really awkward. And I felt like God that tonight he wanted to baptize in identity that you would feel this power from on high grip your life so strong, you know, Freedom is not when you don't have any enemies. That's not freedom. The only, it says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I feel like when, when the Holy Spirit fell at Pentecost, um, for the first time, there was freedom in the earth in its fullness. Because he was never leaving. He was never going to forsake them. Because... Guys, God's not just saving you from trouble. He's saving you from being alone. He's saving you from walking into the youth room of life and not knowing who, who's your friend, from not having that identity. You know, imagine being a human and not knowing that you were a child of God. Man, that's like not having a compass and trying to find your way around. So, it's not just the power for miracles. Although, 
I think that's going to happen. I think you guys are going to see awesome miracles, and God's going to do great things. But I think it's the power from on high that in our lives, what we're waiting for is not to try hard enough or run fast enough to get a breakthrough. We're waiting from the power from on high, the work that Jesus accomplished, the, the pouring out of the Spirit to come on our lives to give us security. You know, it's not our job. It's God's job. You know? Um, so I want to talk about... Uh, because when he talks about the Holy Spirit, he says this. He says, receive. Um, sometimes, you know, someone's given a handshake, and Zach, come on, stand up here. Okay. <laughs> okay, so if I'm going to give a handshake, and uh, Zach, a- act like you want to shake my hand. That doesn't work. I, I've done this before, and it's usually with younger people. Put, leave your hand at your side, where you have to go over and get their hand and then bring it out and then go, see, like this, okay? So that's not how you receive a handshake. Try again. That's not how you do it. Ready? Put it down. Try again. That's not how you do it. <laughs> okay. Remember, we're talking about receiving. Okay. So handshake. Ah! Did you see the posture? the little bit of opening that made space for what was already present. One time I was, man, Zach, you're my parable tonight. (laughs) One time I was walking through the lobby, and I saw Zach from a mile away. I was like, Zach, like this. And I was like, he didn't put his hand up. I was like, I'm so going for a high five. He better not leave me hanging. And, um... And I got really close, and, and I was like, oh, shoot. And then I'm like right here, and I'm about to bring it down, and he shoots his hand up, and he gets me with a high five. <laughs> you know, uh, I think God wants to give us a high five. It's so cool. We didn't go after him. He came after us. And outpouring, it wasn't our idea. It was his idea. He's the father who's coming to the orphans. And so, how do you receive? What's, what's your name, man? Hunter. I like you, Hunter. Um, so, I, I, uh, sometimes I see people and I see something about them. But I was looking at Hunter and I saw him giving God the high five back. Giving, like, oh, posturing for a handshake. I watched him in worship. So stand up, Hunter. Okay? Don't you want to know how to do it? I mean, if God's giving high fives and I'm missing it, man, I want to get in on one of these. Um, so how do you receive? I think it's as simple as this. It's posture. You can't be on your phone, for one, if anyone's on their phone. Busted. <laughs> you can't be on your phone. It's not accidental, it's intentional. Remember, it's about being filled. You can't do anything to fill yourself. All you can do is open open yourself up to take it. Okay? So, Hunter, show us what you do, and tell us what you're thinking. Okay, well, you're going to (laughs) teach. There's no pressure. Okay, and tell us what you're thinking. You're thinking about the love of God. 
is trying to dive in and go after him. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, Hunter, just stay there. Just stay there. You know, one, guys, one of the greatest ways that I've ever received a filling was from people laying hands on me who are my friends. It's like God says, I want to give myself to you, but I'm going to do it through Drew. I'm going to do it through David. I'm trying to teach us how to position ourselves to be abundantly full. Hunter, you can sit down. Don't want you to feel too awkward. Yeah, isn't that great? Okay. So, um, and I'm so glad God's, that he's not an idea, he's a person. That he's not a rule, he's a presence. And that God doesn't put a demand on you beyond your encounter with him. So this is what I want to do. My favorite meetings in the whole wide world are encounter meetings. When they're like, oh, Holy Spirit, just come through us like an 18-wheeler and run us over. Isn't that the best? Has anybody ever experienced that much of God? Yes. Hunter. My man. You're going to be my new parable. We're going to be friends. But, okay, so this is, this is the thing. I want to give Jesus what he paid for. And you know what that is? It's you. <laughs> he likes you a lot. And he wants to fill you. You know, when you're filled, that means there's nothing left. That means you're probably overflowing. And being baptized in the Holy Spirit, it's not a one-time experience like, yeah, it happened when I was 12 and I prayed in tongues. No, it's supposed to happen on a regular basis. Okay? So I want you to be filled enough for this so that you have peace in your lives. So that you can sleep with worry. So you can walk in the youth room next week and not be like, what the heck am I doing here? Where am I? You know? Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Ryan Viazzi, my minstrel. Okay. Guys, we're going to posture ourselves for God's high five. Okay? And we're just going to ask the Holy Spirit to come. So why don't you guys stand up? Get yourself ready. Ask him if he really loves you. Ask him how close he wants to be. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. This is posture. This is where you open your heart. You think about the love of God. Father, thank you. God, I just thank you that... um, You like us and you want us, God, that you're not the far off father who comes uh, once a year or twice a year, but you're the one who never leaves us or forsakes us. And I just pray that uh, the prayer of Jesus, Lord, that your kingdom would come and that your will would be done, Lord, and that you would just drive out of all of our hearts, God, every little bit of orphanness, God, every bit of shame, God, every bit of doubt, God, of, of who we are, God, of where we're going. I pray, Lord that you would just baptize us fresh in your love, God. 
I pray, guys, we're just going to spend five minutes. I just ask you, wait on God. We're just going to wait on God to come and do the work of filling. That you can't please him. You can't work for him. You can't pay for him. But you can open your hearts and receive the gift of Jesus. It's not just going to heaven. I'm telling you, it's heaven coming to earth. And this is heaven. What makes heaven heaven is God is there. And God wants to flood your hearts and flood your lives with his very self to the place where you don't have doubt, where you don't have wonder, but you have an experience that surpasses understanding. God wants to give you a foundation. So you guys just hang out. Ask the Holy Spirit questions. And a few of us are going to come around and we're going to ask God to fill you. Just receive. All right, guys. Good job. Good posture. A plus. You're all awesome. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.